Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? For Bills fans. By Bills fans. Only Buffalo is going to win it. This is the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast with Brad the Bruiser Icorn and Alex Jones. Here's Brad the Bruiser Icorn. And welcome back for another edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast as we get closer and closer towards the start of the 2023 NFL season. Uh, Mark Clarence in for Alex Jones this week and uh, had a chance to watch some of this first half preseason game of the Bills and the Bears. Uh, some takeaways in this one. Yeah, I thought it was a very different uh, game than the last one, Brad, as uh, Josh Allen looked good and sharp on that series, that opening series he played. Yeah, um, some notable takeaways in this one. I, I don't think I got what I wanted to see defensively. I think they're still putting a lot of vanilla out there. Uh, because I think what a lot of us have been yammering for in Bills Mafia is who's going to emerge as the middle linebacker facing Tremaine Edmonds' new team in the Bears today. Edmonds not active. He had been shaken up in training camp practice just a little bit earlier. But um, right now it seems like A.J. Klein has been the front runner. He's been getting the reps with the ones as of late that it looks like uh, he's going to be the guy who will take that middle linebacker spot. Um just looking at buffalobills.com and checking out uh, the depth chart right now, I would say probably pretty vanilla at this point that they're not going to give too much away defensively. Uh, just looking right now based on the middle linebacker spot, right now they put Terrell Bernard and Tyrell Dotson tied there, so they're, they're basically giving nothing away. A.J. Klein is listed all the way down on the fourth string at middle linebacker. So if we were going to get an answer, it's not going to be today. It's probably going to be the week up to game time. But that's been the really only major question mark on the Bills' defense is who's going to get that start at middle linebacker this year with Tremaine Edmonds uh, going to the Bears in free agency. Yeah, you know, I think uh, uh, McDermott, uh, he was pleased with what Dodson did during the week. Had some positive comments, and Dodson looked good today. He had a couple of tackles, uh, at least in the first half, uh, against the Bears. Balin Specter is a guy who uh, the Bills took out of Clemson a year ago who uh, I think they'd hoped they could get some strong play out of, but I don't think that's going to be the case, at least at this point here, that um, he, he's on the bubble to even make the roster. So we'll have cutdowns coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll have another podcast pre-week uh, one. But uh, right now, it's all speculation on who's on the roster right now. Um, there's been, always been a mention of trades and trades going into the season there. One name who, funny, I heard the Bills mentioned for uh, was a young quarterback out of San Francisco, who uh, uh, Trey Lance, who ends up getting picked up by the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth-round draft pick. So interesting there. I'm curious if the Bills make any moves, uh, especially – at backup quarterback where Matt Barkley has been banged up with an elbow injury, not playing at all in the preseason game today. Kyle Allen came in, uh, not great, an interception, a fumble, but he also had a uh, touchdown pass to Quentin Morris in this one. I don't know. It's hard to tell, but Barkley has been a guy who's been a part of this offense since 2018 when he came in late in the season and started that game against the Jets where they smoked him in that game. He looked not good last week, but 
Uh, then he did sustain that elbow injury. So I'm curious if the Bills, as Alex speculated on their last podcast, if they would make a trade for a backup quarterback. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think they still need something at backup. But I tell you, that one uh, touchdown that Kyle threw looked really nice. He put that uh, just a perfect pass out there and a great uh, catch by the receiver. Find us on our social media platforms at Bills Bruiser at Mark E-I-C-H. Find uh, Alex at T.W. Callahan D-H-S. Follow us at D-H-S Buffalo. You can find us online at DraftHouseSports.com and Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House. Uh, offensively, um, there's been so much talk about, you know, should they sign Dalvin Cook? They didn't. Should they go after Ezekiel Allen? They, they didn't. Should they go after Jonathan Taylor? If they have made pursuits, I haven't read or heard anything yet. I'm good with James Cook right now. A guy going into his second year, really elusive back. Double him with Damian Harris, who I thought looked real strong in the first half. Granted, against probably second and third team Bears players. But, um, you know, so to speak, Damian Harris has been referred to as a Bills killer. Uh, we saw that 70-plus yard touchdown run he ripped off against the Bills as a member of the Patriots back in 2021. I like the one-two punch they have between Harris and Cooks. So, you know, I, I, Cooks uh, ran well today. He only had five carries, um, you know, limited time, and he averaged 4.6 yards per uh, per carry. Um, looked good. He is the big thing about Cooks is they were worried about is can he pick up the blocking. We know he can catch the ball out of the backfield. We know he can run. But uh, he looked good uh, providing protection when he had to. Uh, Latavius Murray, the third running back list on the roster. Ancient, if you will, but they brought in those old veteran running backs that they have in the past. Uh, Frank Gore was here just a couple uh, years ago. I mean, they brought in some older backs that um, we'll see. If uh, Jordan Mims or Dayton Evans have a chance to make it on here, Darrington Evans, I I, I really think it's going to be Cook, Harris, and Murray at this point, the way it's looked out through preseason. I would expect those three in the backfield here for the Bills this season. Yeah, you know, Murray isn't as old as you might. It seems like he's been in the year in the league for about 20 years. He's 33 years old. That's old for a running back. Yeah, I know. I know. But, you know, 230 pounds, six foot three. He's a bruising guy. So, you know, I think he can help him out. At least I think you have to go in with uh, – multiple backs because so many injuries in the backs during the season. Murray's been a Raider, a Viking, a Saint, a Raven, and a Bronco. So here he is with the Buffalo Bills uh, providing some late depth here. And especially Damian Harris has been a guy who's battled injuries that you'd wonder if that's what they're really leaning on someone like that uh, to go ahead and fill the gaps should Harris get hurt. Other questions here. Wide receiver um, Deontay Hardy, I haven't seen too much out of him, special teams, at least in kickoff return. He does have that speed. Um, I expect him to be a factor, but I've yet to see it. I'm curious about Khalil Shakir, uh, draft pick last year out of Boise State, who, you know, we saw him have some noticeable drops. Saw him last week in Pittsburgh, wide open drops of football. He may not be on this roster this year. He may be a guy that you actually might see picked up on waivers by another squad at this point. I'm curious if he even makes a roster at this point. Yeah, I, I don't know about that, Brad. But, you know, I liked Hardy today. He had four catches. Um, and he just adds it. You know, he's just quick. He adds another dimension. Josh seems to like those players. And I think he'll do a good job for us this year. 
Uh, big fan of Shorefield, who I like to pick up, especially when you grab anyone else from within the division. Uh, Trent Shorefield, a member of the Miami Dolphins last season. He's been on quite a few NFL rosters as well. Started out with the Arizona Cardinals, then uh, spent a year with San Francisco and then Miami last year. So onto his fourth team here with the Bills. And, you know, it, he was almost similar to... Uh, Jamison Crowder, who they brought in last year, and the fact that, you know, you bring in a, a guy who was within the division, um, but Crowder got hurt. We never really got to see anything out of him last year that I really hope that, to see Sherfield make an impact here in this Bills receiving core. Yeah, Sherfield, uh, almost 6'2", 6'1", he's listed at, but let's say 6'2", and he's uh, he's only 27 years old, six season, so... Yeah, so I'll go with your assessment there on that one, Brad. Uh, depending on who you talk to, I'd say there's a lot of Cole Beasley fans within the Buffalo area. Unfortunately, Cole, he got scooped up by former Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable and Joe Shine and the uh, Giants, so he's a Giant now. But look at what they went and did in the draft. Uh, they went out and picked up uh, a guy in Dalton Kincaid, who I think is poised to have a really strong rookie season. His hands have been great. Saw him, uh, you know, get caught up and tangled where they call defensive pass interference uh, in a play in which he was targeted. I mean, don't read in the preseason too much here, but everything that has been seen through camp and has been said at this point about him is his hands are just as sure as they were uh, when he was catching balls for the Utes that I think Dalton Kincaid poised to have a big rookie year at that slot tight end here for the Bills. Yeah, I don't think he was targeted today, um, but uh, everything we hear, I think he's going to be big. Yeah, he didn't have any first-team reps. He saw knocks out there. Uh, they didn't run a lot of 12 personnel, but this is preseason. They're going to keep things vanilla at this point uh, because you don't want to give a, too much away, especially facing a team who's now poised to win the Super Bowl in the New York Jets in week one in Monday Night Football. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they're playing everything close to the vest at this point that the Bills are doing things the right way and not putting too much on film. Yeah, Brad, I love how you do that, the Super Bowl-winning New York Jets. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> that, that's been one sorry franchise. We'll see. You know, I'm going to go with what Sean Payton had said earlier that, you know, there's teams out there that are kings of the offseason that he's not willing to crown them. You know, we've seen the Redskins, he referred to, had great offseasons, and they would never come in and do anything substantial uh, during the season, I'm not going to say that they're going to fall flat on their faces. They've got some some major talent. We saw it last year, a team who looked hot and then finished ice cold at 7-10. and 10. But, um, yeah, with the New York Jets this year, uh, we'll see. Aaron Rodgers is 39. We'll talk a lot more about that game in week one. But I'm not ready to proclaim them uh, AFC East champions or AFC champions even to go that far. Yeah. Well, you know, I just want to take away from today's game is I thought that uh, the first team offense looked good on, on their drive there. Yeah. They moved the fault. They had three uh, third downs. Now, it wasn't the smoothest, but, hey, three third downs, they uh, gave them an opportunity. They made first downs. They looked good. The defense uh, stops on their, their first two uh Things with the first team in. So some things I think we're going to have to wait and see how it develops as we go into the season. And I don't know. Spencer Brown at right tackle, he's been shaky uh, ever since he started playing here. And, you know, granted, he was only drafted back in uh, 2018. 
2021. So he hasn't been around super long here, but um, I'm not sure if he's going to make it there at right tackle at this point. Yeah, Brad, I haven't seen enough of the offensive line to uh, to make a judgment there, but I'm going to go with your take again on that one. Other concern there on the offensive line was Connor McGovern. He went down with an injury late in the week. Um, he was still back. He was out there. He was at practice. So McDermott played it close to the vest. He didn't really tell anything as far as timetable or anything with Connor McGovern, the free agency pickup from the Dallas Cowboys. So concerned if he can't go in there, he'll play uh, just to the right side of Deion Dawkins there at left tackle. So uh, a major piece there. I know they have depth. Ike Buckers have been on this team for a while. Uh, they have David Edwards, who's uh, a new addition here. I would really like to see McGovern in here, so I would hope he gets healthy by week one. Yeah, you know, the the uh, blocking, the pass blocking, uh, good last year. And I, and I saw some good uh, run blocking today. It shouldn't be any surprise there, but uh, Stefan Diggs looked great in this one. Uh, he looked fresh like usual. Josh was able to get out in open space, find him and mismatch opportunities. Um, granted, preseason, don't read too much into us, but uh, I thought Diggs looked sharp as he should. Yeah, he's our stud. What can you say as long as we have other guys to, you know, take some of the coverage away and give him an honest chance? All right, there's been a lot of talk out of Gabe Davis, and he's going into a contract year. Let's start with him first, but there's another guy who's going into a contract year on the other side of the ball. We'll get into that just shortly, but... Um, Davis has to have the sure hands this year. That's what he struggled with. I know late last year he was hitting the jug machine really, really hard. That That's going to be crucial here for Davis is to be able to go ahead and catch the football. Absolutely. And, you know, he had a drop today, but I, I don't credit uh, him for that. I don't account that yeah, to him. It was pretty tight. Thought. It was pretty – guy had his hands all over Gabe on yeah. that, that one. But he's a guy who's shown he can get separation. He had that 98-yard touchdown pass from Josh Allen against the Steelers last year in the regular season. Uh, A guy who, uh, you know, nearly had 900 yards receiving last year. We all saw what he did in that divisional game against the Chiefs a couple years ago that I I think he's poised to pick up that contract because I think this is a guy that the Bills want to keep. Yep. Got to agree with you on that one, Brad. The other one who I alluded to, uh, going into a contract year, second round pick, uh, because they traded their first round pick away in that 2020 draft to get Diggs, uh, was A.J. Epinesa, who I saw had a sack uh, later in that first half, and a guy who I think has not gotten a fair rap. He's getting to the quarterback. He's causing pressure. He's going to rotate in. You won't see him starting this year, especially at least when Von Miller is healthy. But I would expect to see him rotate. Uh, Obviously, we're going to see Greg Rousseau playing quite a bit, Um, obviously, as a starter. But they went out in free agency. They got Leonard Floyd. Alex has said it before, and I, I hope it's not true that, you know, maybe it is the Bills can't coach defensive line. I really hope that's not the case right now because they have some big name playmakers. They re-signed Ed Oliver for a big deal. Daquan Jones had a solid year coming back. Tim Settle not where he wanted last year. He battled injuries throughout. Hope to see him come and solidify here. This is a make or break year for their I think the entire Buffalo Bills defensive line. Yeah, you know, they, I think they have talent there. and It's it just can they put it together and can the coaches exploit, uh, you know, between, you know, Rosu and uh, Rosu and 
Lawson and Boogie Basham, uh, Epineza, I think they've got talent there. Yeah. Uh, Secondary-wise, you know, if Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer are healthy, that's great. But Taylor Rapp coming in uh, from the Rams provides a lot of depth here for the secondary. And you may see them rotating him in if they play some more nickel set. Um, you know, we, we always talk about Teron Johnson as the nickel safety there, but um, or nickel corner in that fact here. But I think Taylor Rapp coming in, playing some more safety at this point. Um, we'll see if they rotate him in. But he came here on a one-year flyer. I think he's got something to prove this year, and I'm curious how much time we, he sees on the field this season. Not much to add to that one, Brad. All right, this is the Buffalo Bills Draft House podcast as we're getting set and ready for the start of the 2023 regular season. Bills will face the New York Jets coming up on Monday Night Football on September 12th. Um, And should be noted as we record this podcast, Bills are in preseason action with the Bears. At this point, it is a 17-10 score. Uh, Josh Allen finished 5 of 7 for 49 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, He did hand the ball off to Damian Harris, who did find the end zone. And uh, Kyle Allen in this one, 13 of 23, 115 yards through the air, a touchdown. And a pick his touchdown was to third-string tight end Quentin Morris, who I thought had a decent outing coming in out of Bowling Green that last year that I would expect him to be on this roster uh, this fall. So question now is who are some of the guys that are going to be in the chopping block? Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, uh, Tyro Shavers uh, are a couple. But then you have a guy like Andy Isabella who he was a first-round draft pick. He has a lot of speed. Can a guy like Andy Isabella make the roster here? I mean, stiff competition. When Beasley said, you know, hey, I'd love to come back to Buffalo, but they don't really have room for me, that's how it is. It's a crowded room right now at wide receiver here for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Hey, Andy Isabella was a second-round pick. He's uh, Second. I second thought he was first for nah, some he was reason. a second-round pick out of, for Arizona back in uh, 2019. But uh, I, right now they had him feeling uh, kickoffs. And, uh, you know, maybe that's maybe he'll make special teams, play special teams. Well, and then you have, you know, folks on there who have been solidified with special teams. You know, Tyler Medikevich, players like that. So, I mean, we'll have to see when roster cutdowns are announced. Uh, we'll have that announced here shortly. But um, Buffalo Bills looking poised to go in to uh, another big season. And, you know, just like the players, I've learned I'm going to tune out as much of the national media as I can. <laughs> They're not close to the situation. They're not following. They're, uh, you know, reading headlines and, you know, making hot takes that I don't care what Stephen A. Smith has oh. to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Stephen A. Because, I mean, he's kind of flavor for the week, so the Bills had a rough uh, preseason game. And, again, it's preseason, yep. folks. Let's not worry about that. And Stephen A. just picked up on that. Like, oh, the Bills are no longer the uh, threat to the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, disagree to yeah. disagree. Yeah, and then uh, Stephon Diggs wants out. I don't know. I saw him walking in with uh, Josh oh. Allen during warm-ups today. He looked plenty happy to me here. And, and he's got on record say, I want to retire here. I don't want to go anywhere else. So, yeah, I, I'm not sure who Stephen his sources are, but he says he has his sources. Yeah. You know, Diggs is a competitor. He's going to be fiery. And, you know, I want a guy that's going to be fiery like yep. that. Yep. And the media just 
the media is what the media is. Yeah, and that's why, you know, I, I stay, you know, as close to the vest here, especially living in Buffalo. It's easy to tune out the national media when there's so much coverage here between Rochester and everywhere else that it's easy to keep up with the Buffalo Bills, and we hope we keep you up with them wherever you are. Make sure you're following us across our social media platforms at DraftHouseSports.com, at DHS Buffalo, at T.W. Callahan, DHS. Find me at Bills Bruiser. Find our guest co-host here at Mark Ike. And uh, you can also find us at Facebook.com slash Buffalo Bills Draft House. All right, so no more preseason left. Off week next week, which is fine because then we get to just fully digest and get giddy on college football. And then before you know it, the NFL is here the following weekend. Yeah, Brad, hey, thanks for having me on this week. It's, it's been fun. And I always like doing that, and I know we're calling the game together uh, later today. Our, your semi-professional uh, That's right. Uh, our street meet at the home of the Northeastern Football Alliance. Um, other fun things, stadium is uh, coming along there. We had a chance to drive by the, the big hole in the ground yesterday, and uh, it's coming. So, uh, yeah, we'll see that when they build that up. Can we name that after one of the players? We'll call it the Big Digs. The big digs, like, yeah. like big digs, big digs. I <laughs> yeah. like that. It's yeah. very good. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House podcast. We'll talk with Alex Jones when he joins us on our next episode. Again, for Mark Clarence, I'm Brad the Bruiser Icorn. Go Bills. Go Bills. This has been the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. Available on Spotify, Odyssey, High Music, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts. In our street media production.